0: (laughs) debo de haber estrellado y se me ha borrado (laughs) la memoria what What are we listening to we gotta switch him back well how do we do that i don't know that part's in spanish (laughs) (laughs) isn't that
1: buzz light Oh, okay hey everybody welcome back to the intersection of faith family and filmmaking you're listening to fearless with mark and amber a behind the scenes of our filmmaking ministry fearless features i'm amber Archer. Co-host of this show and a part of the production team at Fearless Features. And joining me is my husband, other half of the production team and partner in crime here at Fearless Features.
0: I am fifty percent of the production team.
1: You are, and <laughs> I get to be the other fifty percent. Yeah,
0: yeah. You're in charge of the graphics department uh-huh. and the mail department. Uh huh. Shipping and handling. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. What else do you do here?
1: I don't know. I I talk on this this here microphone.
0: We're here to show up.
1: Right. (laughs) So today, what do you have today? So if you are new to the program, Mm -hmm. welcome. Uh, We are a husband and wife filmmaking team. With over 30 years of production experience and a combined production experience. So we're here um, just behind the scenes of our filmmaking ministry that the Mm -hmm. Lord called us to. And we are excited to share everything that's been going on. And with the new release of our new documentary film, The Mind Polluters, we also have Inwood Drive that was about the demise of a local abortionist here in our home state of Indiana. Mm -hmm. So there's all the things happening
0: yeah all the things you know i was just and this has nothing to do with filmmaking other than well when we started traveling to do the mine polluters we we needed we needed to upgrade our vehicle so we we got a minivan and it was not something that i wanted to do but i've become quite (laughs) fond of the minivan because it's very comfortable He was very
1: resistant, just so you know. I was
0: very resistant. I liked the Expedition that we had, Uh but the Expedition was terrible on fuel. Yeah. Especially now,
1: aren't you glad? Yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) But one of the things that got very easy to grow accustomed to in the minivan was XM radio. Uh Uh-huh. Which, if you're not familiar, it's satellite radio. It is wonderful, and I was listening to XM. Wait,
1: are you getting paid for this?
0: No, I'm not. Not at all. Just kidding. We don't, we don't they, sell ads they on They could here. pay us. They sponsor an IndyCar team, so they should. They could break off a little for Mark and Amber. But, anyways, I was listening to XM this morning. Uh, Hair Nation is one of my favorite channels, right? Because I'm an '80s kid, right? And they had. They were playing, like, straight through this whole live album of Def Leppard, right? Uh-huh. That they had recorded live at some some club in L.A. And I'm listening to it going, oh, cool, Def Leppard. And I realized as I was listening to them that it was a recent recording. And Def Leppard doesn't really sound like Def Leppard anymore. Oh. They sound like a bad cover band of Def Leppard.
1: Oh. No, well and you know people change
0: it's it's uh, <laughs> just kind of it has nothing to do with anything we were talking about but it was just on my mind that I'm glad that I'm not in that position where i because they are Def Leppard right But yeah. there are there are young cover bands that do a better job of sounding like Def Leppard than the actual guys do because so, what are you trying to say the well I'm just saying I was a little disappointed because I'm listening to them going yeah that's them oh Oh, he can't even. He's out of tune. <laughs> not Aww. sure if he's drunk while he's singing this, but it was
1: support the classics, yeah, man.
0: Yeah, let's go back to the original recordings. That would be better. So anyway, it's nothing to do. I'm just <laughs> nothing. Absolutely not. Absolutely nothing to do.
1: <laughs> what? A-
0: so, an exciting news. Yes, we have Espanol version.
1: It is so, it is so amazing, so incredible. Do you have any audio that you can let I people do. listen to? I do. I
0: have some audio, and and well, we'll start with we'll start with this clip and see if you can guess who this is.
1: Oh well, wait—the Spanish version. Yeah. Okay.
0: ¿Cuesta creerlo? Claro que sí. Claro que sí. Nadie quiere creer que sus hijos son acosados. <laughs> <laughs> Nadie quiere creer que no haya más que is? buenas intenciones en todo lo que les enseñan a nuestros hijos en la escuela.
1: Well, I can tell by the pauses, it, I, I think that it's sort of uh, since, you know, we edited the film. Mm-hmm. I think that that part is right after the <laughs> graphics that I made. This is like the <laughs> open of the film.
0: Yes. Ah! So this is my Spanish version. This is me. <laughs> Only it's not me. I would love to I would love to meet the guy who voiced me. Yeah. And it's funny because we were joking about boy who are they going to get to play us, right? And I yeah. said I want somebody who sounds like Ricardo Montalban. Do you know who that is?
1: You know, it was I had to laugh because I was talking to no- to Monica Klein who's in the film and I said, "You know, my husband says this name all the time and I have <laughs> absolutely no clue who this guy
0: is." Okay, here he is.
1: My dear guests, I am Mr. Raw, your host. Welcome to Fantasy Island. <laughs> you are just, whatever. <laughs> well,
0: you don't remember Fantasy Island? I, I never watched it, no. Fun fact for you. Okay. Um, Lisa Hartman was on Fantasy Island. Do you know who that is?
1: Can you please remind me of Lisa Hartman? <laughs> okay, well,
0: her new name, her married name is Lisa Hartman Black.
1: Oh, oh, really? Clint I did wife. not yes, know yes. that. in fact, I
0: will link in the show notes to a picture of her when she was on Fantasy Island.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. And she
0: was also on the Love Boat, and I mean, she's she's had quite a career as an actor, mm. actress, Sorry, actress. But yeah, yeah, it was really funny. So,
1: well, I like I like your I like your Spanish version,
0: Mark. You're like, you're, yeah. but he doesn't sound. As much like Ricardo Montalban as I thought he would. In fact, he sounds. I think he sounds better. He sounds more like this. Vida espacial. Me he despertado del hipersueño en un planeta extraño.
1: Now what did you do? I just did what you told me. Estoy rodeado what por criaturas extrañas you y desconozco sus intenciones. ¿Qué hay
2: ahí? Guys.
0: Amigo o enemigo.
2: Ah, uh, amigos. This is all
0: amigos. Me debo de haber estrellado y se me ha <laughs> borrado la memoria.
1: No, what, do I to, what are we listening to pathetic.
0: we gotta switch him back well how do we do that i don't know that part's in spanish
1: <laughs> <laughs> isn't, isn't that buzz light oh, okay <laughs> No, i got it oh my gosh can't take you anywhere that's
0: that's, that's more what i what i, I was i'm listening to myself and i had to lay the track back in and i just cracked up
1: Oh my goodness! Because
0: Um, (laughs) we love to make fun of ourselves, so. Okay. Speaking of Buzz Lightyear, yeah, here's a fun one for you. So we talked about this uh, last week, the week before, about the new Lightyear movie. Oh yeah, it's got gay characters in it. Yes. Well, here's interesting little side story on this. This is from Daily Variety. Daily Variety, one of the publications of the industry movie industry the movie industry okay, daily it. variety and the hollywood reporter i i used to subscribe to both i would actually get the print subscriptions sent mm-hmm. to me and i
1: i still have an old copy of the variety magazine
0: yeah i've got i have old copies of the hollywood reporter um anyway anyway uh same six same sex kiss restored in pixar's light year following staff uproar over quote don't say gay bill Which so they way, had actually oh they had actually taken it out mm. so the reason why it's in is because of the lgbtq let me just read this on march 9th lgbtq employees and allies at pixar animation studios sent a joint statement to walt disney company leadership claiming that disney executives had actively censored Quote, overtly gay affection in its feature films. The stunning allegation made as part of a larger protest over the company's lack of public response to Florida's I'm not even going to say it because it's its stupid to call it the don't say gay bill. Because nowhere Florida, does it say it that. never says that. Yeah. Uh, Florida's legislation did not include which Pixar films had weathered the censorship nor which specific creative decisions were cut or altered but it, in at least one case the statement appears to have made a significant difference, according to a source close to the production. Pixar's next feature film, Lightyear, starring Chris Evans. Uh, okay, I thought it was Chris Pratt. Chris Evans, who plays Captain America, who?
1: Oh yeah, right. Mm-hmm.
0: Total whack job. Uh, oh no. Yeah.
1: See, we we talk about this all the time. I like people better before <laughs> I, I liked do their him politics. More before
0: I loved yeah. him as Captain America, that was fine. and then he started talking um starring chris evans as the putative real life inspiration for the toy story character buzz lightyear does feature a significant female character hawthorne voiced by uzo aduba who is a meaning in a meaningful relationship with another woman while the fact of that relationship was never in question at the studio a kiss between the characters had been cut from the film Following the uproar surrounding the Pixar employee's statement and Disney CEO Bob Chapek's handling of the Florida legislation, however, the kiss was reinstated into the movie last week.
1: Good. I hope I hope that it just tanks.
0: <laughs> uh, you know what it will. I mean? If that, you're listen, if whatever. you're listening, to, do not. You need to just absolutely do not give any more money to Disney. It's just garbage. It's it's trash. These people are just out of their freaking minds. Uh, the decision marks a possible major turning point for LGBTQ representation, not just in Pixar films, but in feature animation in general, which has remained steadfastly circumspect about depicting same-sex affection in any meaningful light.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh-huh. So, and it goes, it's the usual drivel from daily variety but i i thought that was interesting that originally somebody said hey this isn't gonna fly for a kids show yeah and then what happened Mm -hmm. the gay brigade the alphabet brigade showed up and and pitched a hissy fit
1: you would think you would think that the majority of the population in the united states is gay you would right based on if you listen to and and you see everything that they're you know continually pushing into all the propaganda and all Mm -hmm. the entertainment, you would think that that's the case, that the majority of America is gay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -mm -mm. No, it's not. I think it's at, what, 7% now? I think the last I saw was Mm 7.1% of the population identifies as LGBTQ. You know what? So what? Mm -hmm. So be it. But don't force the rest of us or try and indoctrinate our kids to think that that lifestyle is appropriate. It's
0: not. Can I just point out that, that uh homosexuals can't reproduce
1: oh I'm and the monkey saying. pox have you have you noticed that it's only between homosexual men
0: yeah i did notice that but you're not <laughs> who, who, gonna hear the that. who or
1: the cdc just came out right, and said they that had,
0: they had to admit it but they're not gonna so needless to say i'm not worried about monkeypox. um here we go how about taco bell Ah
1: uh, what this in the world? Is, this
0: is from I think this is World Met Daily. Okay. Uh
1: why do we have Taco we Bell like in here?
0: Taco Bell. Why do Taco, Taco Bell? Taco Bell putting on drag show tour at restaurants across America. What?
1: and drag queens have anything to do with each other well
0: you gotta watch the video clips because there's what's the marketing video. behind there's, this there's video wow. from from tweeter okay because right? we all know that tweeter is uh
1: 50 bots or more
0: <laughs> taco bell has long been known to make customers stomachs churn but the restaurant chain's latest announcement may cause nausea for an entirely different reason. <laughs> According to the Washington Times, Taco Bell has launched a drag brunch tour that will make its way to five cities across America.
1: Okay, which five cities does it say?
0: You know, I think you'd have, I did not click through to the... Oh, no, wait. Here it is. Chicago. Wait. <laughs> Let me read the rest. It's real okay. short. The tour will feature drag queens performing at the various Taco Bell cantina locations. I didn't know that there's a special brand of Taco Bell. I didn't either. Customers can purchase a new five dollar breakfast box. <laughs> this is five dollar breakfast box, cinnamon Cinnabon delights and mimosas during events. Isn't that a isn't that an alcoholic <laughs> I drink? Think so it's been a while. Uh, nothing says fun like subpar meat and cross dressing. According to a news release on Taco Bell's website, each drag brunch will be hosted by professional crossdresser dresser Kay Sadia. Local drag queens will also perform in each city. The first event of the tour was held on Sunday in Las Vegas, Nevada. Man, whose idea was that? The tour is set to continue on May 22nd in Chicago, Illinois. It will then move on to Nashville, Tennessee, New York City, and Fort Lauderdale, Florida.
1: Okie dokie.
0: So, yeah. And there's, you know, their official Taco Bell tweet. Your brunch plans have been served. Our first ever Taco Bell drag brunch is here. Fire tier members get early access to reservations starting tomorrow. Limited locations and reservations available. So, thoughts, comments, questions, concerns.
1: Well, it makes (laughs) me wonder if... uh... The Taco Bells are all independently owned. You know how State Farm came out, and um, there was that big hubbub about the books, and yeah, then
0: yeah, State Farm. Um,
1: you know so. how it it affected the individual, the, the individual agents. Yeah, you know, this overall. And that's why I say I wonder if these local, if these Taco Bell, does everybody the franchise. Do, you know, I don't know how it works. Well,
0: so this is interesting. So, without going into too much detail, so we have State Farm Insurance, mm-hmm. and when we saw just last week the, the uproar over State Farm corporate. Rightfully so, uh, uproar. Uh, you know, encouraging uh, employees to support this, uh, putting, what, transgender books or something yeah. the schools. mm mm-hmm. And it was exposed by I forget the organization that exposed it, but it <clears throat> it blew up in a hurry.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And, and and so, listen, here's the thing. And this is why I bring it up is because uh, as Christians, uh, as as normal, rational thinking people, you got to stop and consider this because we understand as entrepreneurs, as business owners, how things like this work. Especially in the insurance industry, mm-hmm. you, you the the person that you deal with is an independent business owner, right? Mm-hmm. They have the franchise rights to sell their. They are an independent agent for that insurance company. So before we just rush off and start canceling everybody right back, stop and think about who that's going to affect Mm -hmm. in our case we know our insurance agent and we know that she is a you know a a wife and a mom and she's got employees and we're going okay now wait just because corporate did this Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that she did this right and so our response was we sent an email and said uh heard about this (laughs) <laughs> What's being done about this? Any more details? <laughs> Any more details. And she called us. I
1: was I was so grateful that she did. She called back mm-hmm. and she said Wow. Uh, In other terms, (laughs) she was not pleased.
0: (laughs) She was not pleased and rightfully so.
1: And um, she has young kids. And she said, I don't agree with any of this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it goes against her values, goes against what she's teaching her children. And Mm -hmm. she said, I can't support this either. And she said, be prepared because there's probably more Mm -hmm. that's that has yet to come out. But she did find out. And she was asking the same questions what's happening with those who thought that this was a good idea mm-hmm. and who approved this. And she said, she was told that they are actively working to remedy the situation. Indefinitely.
0: And that basically all the way up the chain at mm-hmm. state at corporate yep. that they were, I think she said they were quaking in their boots. Yes, Right. Because when they're found out, it's this is what happens when and you go back a few episodes when we were talking about woke capitalism and shareholder or not shareholder stakeholder capitalism which you hear about a lot now we'll we'll talk more about this oh yeah as we go because you can't get away from it now it's this it's this idea that the community owns your business Uh right remember obama you didn't build that this is stakeholder (laughs) capitalism you don't actually own that you couldn't have done that without you know the the infrastructure of the roads and the cities and and all these things so we all have a stake right in your family and your business and your thoughts and that's this it's communism is what it is and so this is yeah this is what happens when these ceos Uh, A lot of times I think they're just so completely out of touch and they don't realize, wait a minute, we have a diversity, equity and inclusion officer and this is what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Right. This is what diversity, equity and inclusion people do. They torpedo the very boat that they're in Mm -hmm. across the board. That's what's happened to Disney. That's what's happened to Netflix. If you
1: rearrange it to diversity, inclusion Inclusion and equity. equity Yes, it's die. Die.
0: They make the company die. Well, and And that's and and
1: that's the thing. And and remember, you know, Ephesians five eleven says, "Have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them." Yes. I mean, that's our mission at at Fearless Features. That's us, and we're so grateful for others around the country, around the globe, even who hold to the truth of Scripture Mm -hmm. found, you know, in God's Word and are exposing. The fruitless deeds of darkness.
0: Speaking of fruitless deeds, mm-hmm. um, I've got one more here and then I've got something that'll really turn your stomach. You think drag queens at Taco Bell is bad. Wait till you hear this. But first, from World Net Daily, um, we, we talked about this a little bit a few weeks ago. Southern Baptist leader warns of looming ban on beliefs conflicting with LGBT agenda. While the LGBTQ movement's agenda to stamp out Christian counselors who advise those with unwanted same-sex attractions how not to live out those urges is most developed overseas, and in Canada, there's now a case in Indiana that takes direct aim at biblical beliefs. Now, this is an older article. This is from February, and since then, this well, was that
1: the one down in West, this Lafayette? Is down in
0: West Lafayette? Oh yeah. Right? But I did want to read this, and I'm going to put the link to this. Now, this has actually been resolved for now. The the city council backed off. Um, Okay, the case was outlined by Albert Moeller, head of the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. He addressed the dispute that comes out of West Lafayette, Indiana, under the stunning headline, Will Your Church's Preaching and Counseling Be Criminalized? He pointed out that such attacks on biblical beliefs, that there are men and women and God created marriage to join them, are expected in places like China and North Korea. Yet a recent development in the state of Indiana has placed religious freedom on shaky grounds, he explains. Steve West of World Magazine reported that Faith Church in West Lafayette, Indiana has, for the last 45 years, operated a free biblical counseling ministry for members of the community. Now, however, as West wrote, that outreach is now threatened by a city council proposal that would penalize anyone who talked with minors to help them overcome unwanted same-sex attraction or gender dysphoria. Mm -hmm. Mueller said the ordinance 3121 would criminalize any unlicensed person from doing what politicians have called conversion therapy
1: it's amazing they talk about this for churches but mm-hmm. what about teachers who are teaching this conversion therapy well, they're
0: licensed
1: they're not licensed to be therapeutic counselors but, through social emotional learning sorry
0: no but they're licensed by the state to be teachers well they're what are they they're teaching they're allowed to teach you you're too dumb you can't <laughs> teach you're, right? you're just a burden person. Uh um, <laughs> yeah. Those found violating the statute would face a penalty of up to $1,000 per day. As West describes, it defines conversion therapy as any practices or treatments that seek to change an individual's sexual orientation or gender identity including efforts to change gender expressions or to eliminate or reduce sexual or romantic attractions or feelings towards individuals of the same gender.
1: Yeah. If anybody's teaching your kids or trying to convince you uh, to trying to convince you that gender therapy, same sex marriage, Mm -hmm. if any of that, that's okay, Mm -hmm. No, sorry. You're not teaching my kids that. And you can't tell me. I know what the truth is. The truth is found in God's word. End of story, period.
0: And trust me, you will hear more about this story uh, because it is. It is just the tip of the iceberg. And we talked about that this is basically state policy in Canada now. Mm -hmm. We've been told y'all can come to Canada, but don't talk about your movie. (laughs) Basically. (laughs) 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 Um, So the big question that that everybody asks is, where is all of this going? Mm -hmm. And uh, I've got some interesting clips that people may or may not have heard. This is a professor from a university in New York. Oh, well. Put the links to it. Are you ready for this?
1: What's it about? Or do is a it
0: surprise? it's a surprise. I just want to. Oh, let you know.
2: okay. Let me address the evolution in adult child sex. And again, I'm I'm speculating what? here, but but adult I it's not obvious to me there aren't evolution advantages. And here's the reasons to think there are evolutionary advantages. One is um, when you test college-age males, surprisingly number surprise numbers, like you know, over one-fifth show attraction oh, to prepubescent individuals i see those mostly girls and that's true not only when you ask them they self report it, which people have got to be hasn't self-reported but when you use the penile responses which are the, the kind of true test so it's fairly widespread among young men particularly young men in our society second you see in the hunter-gatherers right you see in all sorts of cultures that are, that are quite different than our own in places like New Guinea and, and things like that, Melanesia. And Third, you see it historically, right? It was true in, in adult child sex, true in ancient Japan, ancient China, you know, ancient India, Egypt, even Great Britain. And you see in our closest cousins the bonobos. Right? bonobos are the closest um, to, to us genetically. So if you see the same preference for adult child sex in young males today, in hunter-gatherer societies today, in history, and our closest genetic cousins, there's excellent reason to believe, not excellent, but there is good reason to believe that there's actually a strong benefit to adult, adult child sex. Oh, now, what is that benefit? Me. I, I'm not entirely sure. It might be that people are getting acclimated to sexuality, or they're getting people are disgusting. You know, prepared right. for a long-term bond, or it might be something else. It might, it might be that you're bonding families together. I don't know exactly what the explanation well, is. Yeah, but, bonding but I would families claim together. that in evolutionary terms, as best we can determine it's more likely than not there's a strong evolutionary case for adult child sex
1: sick 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 groomer 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 Groomer,
0: yeah okay groomer strong evolutionary case disgusting human beings you see see, go back to the mind polluters and what what's the message of it in the end it is a clash of Mm worldviews and when you start with the worldview that everything evolved out of nothing then you can come to this conclusion. Well, it's just natural science, of oh, right. course, right? What's the difference? It gets worse. Right? We, we, can,
1: we can make anything become true if, if we're all made of nothing. Nothing right. if we're times just animals, nothing equals everything. You're, you're a Fruit Loop.
0: Yeah. yeah. No. Oh, it gets worse. Hold on. I got another one.
2: Well, there's a couple of things to say here. One is, even if you are looking for a threshold, let's say there's a threshold. I'm, I'm making this number up, but let's say it's at age eight. Um, Still, that tells you that some adult child sex is permissible. Second, the notion that it's wrong even with a one-year-old is, is not quite obvious to me. There are reports in some cultures of grandmothers fellating their uh, the baby boys to calm them down when they a colicky. Now, I don't know if this is true, but this, this is sort of widely reported as occurring in, in, in at least one culture. And it's it working, that the grandmothers believe believe this actually works. If this were to be true, and again, I don't know it to be true. If it were to be true, it's hard to see what would be wrong with it. So yeah, I, I guess I think no, I, I don't think there's a blanket period beyond which this is permissible. If we're interested in willing participation, which is the way I structured it, then yeah, there's a there's a point below which participate in anything because they don't have intentions or they don't have the sort of mental states that allow for willing participation. But no,
1: I, I don't. I don't think it's blanket wrong at any age. Oh my word! Right, that's a sick mind. Wow. Oh my gosh. And this person is teaching.
0: Yeah, this is um, S U N Y something New York, Fredonia. Professor Stephen Kirshner teaches libertarian philosophy and applied ethics. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. 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 As part of his libertarian philosophy, Kirshner believes that society's reaction to pedophilia is what's wrong and that consenting sexual relationships between adults and children's children could actually be a good thing.
1: What does the rest of that article say? It says, imagine that an adult male wants Um, to have sex with a 12 year old girl.
0: Yeah. Imagine that she's a willing participant. A very standard, very widely held view is that there's something deeply wrong about this. It's wrong, independent of it being criminalized.
1: If you continue to teach kids this graphic sex education, Mm -hmm. that they continue to want to get into younger and younger grades, Mm -hmm. we see it all the time. Go to the mind polluters and watch it. Use it as a resource. They are trying to get They want this in K through 12. And Mm And in some cases, even in preschool. So. You, the parent, have to protect your children. If anyone is teaching your child, especially at the youngest of ages, Mm. about sex and consent, pull those kids out.
0: It goes back to this word that triggers all the the communists. Groomer. Mm -hmm. Right? And if you watch the film... It's pretty self-explanatory, but if you watch the film, it is explained very well by Monica Klein mm-hmm. and Craig Sawyer. Yep. What it means to groom. It means to wear them down. Th- think about, think about when you're grooming something. If you, you know, brushing your hair, mm-hmm. getting the tangles out, you're, you're, you're lining things up. You're conditioning it. You're, you're, you're straightening it out so that it's, it's all uniform. Mm -hmm. Right. And when you're groomed, when you're grooming children, you're normalizing these things. You're
1: grooming their emotions and their thoughts into what the adult wants.
0: Right. So when you think of, um, you know, I think of my own life as a, you know, as a young adult and. Basically, when I was first exposed to pornography. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, a good example of it. So it's that normalization as a you know, late teens, early twenties, where a friend says, Hey, dude, check this out. Uh Dude, you gotta see this chick, Uh right? And then he shows it to you, and you're in that environment where you're going, uh, I'm not sure if I if I should be looking at this, you know, but you're kind of in that peer pressure environment. No, dude, you, you know, this is cool. You got to look at this. And so that's that's an example of grooming. And mm-hmm. so then the next time it's a little bit easier mm-hmm. and then a little bit easier. And the next thing you know, you're full on looking at this stuff all the time. And mm-hmm. that's what they're doing to children. fully submitted, fully submitted. And so it's no big deal to them. And
1: that's what this guy's saying. Yeah. I mean, th- yeah. this is disgusting.
0: Yeah, this guy should be in jail. Right? But instead he's probably He's teaching others he's, he's, to think like he's him. He's a tenured professor. Yeah. Great. So uh it so my point with this is if you want to know where this is all leading, if you watch the mind polluters and in the end you're going, Okay, I understand, but where are they going with it? This? this is where they're going with this. Mm-hmm. And and there you'll hear rumblings of this all over the place now that well pedophilia is really is something you're born with it's just another well they have a new term for it now it's um minor attracted person right right no, yeah, not I've a seen pedophile that. minor attracted
1: and that makes it okay no apparently
0: es, no it's pedophilia it's <laughs> minor attracted person right uh-huh. it's uh it's it's amazing it's amazing but evil is evil we got to fight against it mm-hmm.
1: well Amen to that. And thank you guys. That's all the time we have for today. Thank you for tuning in and listening to this week's episode of Fearless with Mark and Amber. And I'm going to leave a link to our recent newsletter that just got sent out today. So you can go and check that out and sign up and subscribe if you haven't already joined our newsletter list.
0: And as soon as the Spanish version is ready for release, we will let you all know. And if you've got people who would like to watch it in Spanish... Uh, I think there's a huge community,
1: more than we know. I mean, honestly, yeah. it's it's so incredible the way that the Lord has worked this all out, and mm-hmm. that there's even a <laughs> Spanish version coming. It's it's so. pretty
0: amazing. I'm I'm happy happy to have it uh, have it done, and uh, it'll be available very soon.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Have a wonderfully blessed week. We will talk to you again next Tuesday.